0: Join our psychedelic smoke sesh as we explore exciting new dimensions of existence, thought, and possibility.
1: We'll take you out of this world and blaze through infinite realms while occasionally forgetting what we were saying. (laughs)
0: This This is Higher consciousness. Consciousness.
1: episode six wow. of higher consciousness i know episode six yeah. of higher consciousness uh this is the second uh part of the meditation series mm-hmm. i suppose is what we'll call these it's a two-part series
0: two-part CVs. two-part
1: series uh
0: deuces
1: disclaimer right at, deuces, deuces. <laughs> right off the bat that's fantastic <laughs> We haven't even smoked yet. Haven't even smoked yet, right? So as always, this is Dave and Liz. Fantastic. So uh, <laughs> thank you guys for joining us for this uh, second part of the meditation talk. Um, tonight we're going to talk about the positive effects of meditation. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about what you what else we can do with meditation. Meditation from a manifestation point of view.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, we're going to go into collective meditation. Yep. And We're going to talk a little bit more about our own personal experiences with meditation. Mhm. As we remember in the previous episode, I lift off with a thrilling cliffhanger.
0: Dun 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 And I would be
1: sharing the more exciting meditation experience story Keep that I had. Snow. Well, we'll find it out, but not right now.
0: Oh no! So
1: I know uh, it's it's. Uh,
0: it's like when shows like leave a cliffhanger, but then they don't answer the question until like the next episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what, what I'm talking what about. What
1: year are you living in? <laughs> We're just binging away over here. It's like, I can't. I don't have to wait till the next week to find I out know, what happens. This to... The beauty
0: of our current culture. But anyway.
1: Right. Anyway, so. Um, before we get started, before we go into the the prayer of the the, the joint that we have uh, to partake in here, I just wanted to forewarn people: if you hear some swishing noises in the background, we've kind of switched up our our situation here in the higher consciousness headquarters. Um, every every week's a little different.
0: We sort of, you
1: know, because what we haven't really talked about this quite yet, but I think that. Um, you know, one of the big things that you and I talk about a lot is you want your... I think you, you want to see a reflection of your inner self on the outside, mm-hmm. right? So you want to... Surround yourself in an environment that feeds back the energy that you want in your life. Yeah, right?
0: yeah. We briefly talked a little bit about it because I. I was probably I high. Like I don't even cute. remember. Well, because remember, we were talking about me being cute, and you well, know, you are cute. I am pretty cute. Thanks,
1: Dave. You're pretty cute. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Well, no, about how I feel like you know when you meditate, if you if, in the case of meditation, you know potentially knowing that you may be meeting somebody, or at least that's how I go into it. Like, I may be meeting, like, a guide or something. I don't want to... I I want to. thought you
1: said a guy. I was like, Uh, what guys are you meeting, girl? No,
0: no, no. My goodness.
1: (laughs) This is Canaro virus. Do you know what's happening out there right
0: now? Oh, gosh. Um, But I just don't want to look like a slob. Or, you know, like, I want to be cute, but also comfy. But I feel like that, for me, is it is that part of me where I enjoy beauty. You know, I enjoy, and I'm, not, it's, hmm, I'm trying to make that not sound, like, so, like.
1: Conceited con- as well. Conceited
0: how? and <laughs> egotistical, but it's just, like, I. am that's part of
1: it. That's why well, it I part think, of it. it's I, like, that's why I think fashion is the way that it is, because people are expressing themselves, who they are on the inside and the outside. Yeah. Right?
0: Well, it's, like, when you walk into a house that, like, is dull and dingy and dark, like, right. you can feel that. It's, like, the same thing with, like, you know clothes and like it's not to say like if you have like a darker like a darker clothing palette. I guess there's just like I just love how it, I love but.
1: how yeah I love how we literally just started into talking about apologizing for the possibility of a swishing noise because of the bean bags we're sitting <laughs> on and we launched into this discussion about looking <laughs> and cute and we haven't
0: even smoked how yet. in the
1: hell did we because we into were
0: talking cr- about the environment I
1: know but it's, it's amazing to me how good you are it's sliding the conversation in so we talk about clothing. It's uh, diabolical, to um, say the least.
0: It wasn't to talk about clothing. It's oh. to talk about... Oh. <laughs> I don't okay. know. I want to
1: hear what you all so. have to say on Facebook. <laughs> and Instagram
0: us let's, let's honest, uh, right? No, whatever. But no, seriously. So think about it. Like When you are going into a meditative state or space... If you have an ability to control how your environment looks and feels, it can definitely affect how your meditation is gonna go. It's very. The whole,
1: it's the whole point. It's the whole starting point. Yeah. Step one. It's the
0: same thing like when you take fucking like shrooms or acid or peyote and stuff. Like environment really is. Yeah. It's it's a lot. It yeah. has a lot to do with. It's not everything. Not but only it's in those experiences. A good part of it. Right, yeah.
1: and not only those in those experiences, but in daily life. You know mm-hmm. we are shaped by our environment, Yeah. right? All right, we've gone way too far down that rabbit hole. We need to spark that joint. I know because we we're talking like, without Mary Jane in the conversation. I, well, this I is blasphemy. This tells, goes against the show. The show. What's happening?
0: <laughs> I think that just tells us that we have a lot to talk about. So, yeah, I'm okay. fired up. All right. So first, of day. course, we have to say the blessings of Mary Jane. So, thank you, Mary Jane. For being here with us today, thank you for your abundant magic, and for your clarity of thought. Oh wow!
1: Fireworks going off yeah. in the background. By the way, that's <laughs> another thing you may hear because it's summertime. Yeah. People need shooting off <laughs> fireworks every which way in the city in the summertime. So okay,
0: we gotta start, now. We gotta start the blessing over. So Damn. All right. ready.
1: Sorry, Mary. Yes,
0: King. it's okay. All right. Thank you, Mary Jane, for being here with us today. Thank you for your abundant wisdom and knowledge. And thank you for helping us reach higher levels of consciousness and reaching new dimensions. Thank you for keeping us on track throughout the show and letting it be an informative, fun, factual, and silly.
1: Anything else? Anything else you want to (laughs) add?
0: No. Um, So, and we thank you very much for being here. We bless you with our magic and our love, and we thank you with our love, and we hope you will do the same for us as well. Amen. Light it up.
1: Spock it. Do it. So, the strain that we are smoking in this evening's joint is uh, Stardog. With a W. Start out with
0: a W. D-A-W-G. Yes, that's what we're going to be doing from now on is we're going to be sharing I don't know why strains. we were doing it in the first place. It's okay, baby. It's, it's a. It, we're new to this. It's an ever it's growing. thing. It's growing. Evolving. Yeah, it's going to keep evolving and growing. It's a creative and, process. Yeah, it's a creative. And that's the thing. And meditation is really good for helping you through the creative process, actually.
1: You're going to pass that joint, Humphrey? Mm-hmm. That's an old, old joke in case anybody is listening that's, gets that.
0: Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> traditionally it's called Bogarting, you know? <coughs> you know, don't Bogart, don't Bogart my joint, man. And it's in re- reference to Humphrey Bogart, who in the films he used to just, like, hold a cigarette. He would never, like, take a, a puff out of it. He would just hold the cigarette. So everyone's like, quit holding the cigarette and just fucking give me my my cigarette, but Mostly with joints because people are like, "I want to get high, man. I want to get high." That's I'm quit, quit. Bogart and Humphrey, ridiculous. All right, now that we've uh,
0: very enlightening, gone maybe. completely, yeah, <laughs>
1: now gone completely off track with some stupid movie trivia.
0: It's not stupid, but anyway, it's it okay. So okay, that's what, bleh, bleh, uh, uh, so some of the positive effects of meditation. Honestly, I feel like they truly are endless because they are just so many positive things both on a physical, or I shouldn't say both, on a physical level, on a spiritual level, on emotional level, and on a mental level as well. You know. When, all the levels. Yeah, Talk all the levels. Them. All of them. Inside <laughs> out. So, you know, like I was saying before in the last episode, I used meditation a lot during a time where it was very stressful and... Um, very heavy time for that part of my life and you know not only did it help me with that I definitely noticed that I had more energy when I stayed with it consistently I felt like my head was not so foggy I felt like I could think a little bit clearer I felt like I can also sleep better as well Mm -hmm. I could also eat and like make healthier choices Mm -hmm. so it wasn't so much necessarily that I was you know, eating better, like I think I was just being more mindful and conscious. Like it really right. kind of started the tail or the trail of mindfulness, I think. Right.
1: So you know, that in and of itself to me, I think, describes the whole purpose of meditation, you know, the purpose of meditation, I think like we were saying in episode one, is to, tr- to calm the chatter of the thoughts that are just constantly streaming through your mind. I don't and think that's
0: the only purpose, though. So. Yeah, but but yes. That is the
1: goal, is through, through meditation, through conscious you know, intent to quiet the constant chatter of the mind, you will find a space of peace and mindfulness within yourself that's apart from of judgment and right. environmental stimuli, or, or I should say feedback. So I think that you know what what you were just describing is this, <coughs> this idea that you know when we meditate, we have the ability to focus our mind into a more concentrated and and mindful, you know, state of being. So we push out all those other, you know, thoughts and concerns that would normally hold us back from a lot of things that we could benefit in our lives from, Mm -hmm. I think, you know? Mm -hmm. So from like a a physical standpoint, you know, you're saying like you sleep better. Mm -hmm. I think that that's, that makes perfect sense because when you're, when you're having trouble sleeping, you're primarily focused on anxious thoughts or, or, you know, the, the, the constant stream of, of what ifs, right? That either could have happened in the day or are going to happen the next day. Mm -hmm. But when you meditate, you calm that. You have the ability to calm that down. So when you're, you're set to go to sleep, you're not as concerned about those things. Sleep comes to you easier, yes. right? I think meditation is actually more of a goal. Or I think a lot of people have the goal when they, pra- or when they start to practice meditation to be able to you know, naturally feel like you, you are in tune with these types of behaviors. You know, people sometimes say that they struggle with weight loss or they struggle with addiction or things like that. Meditation can help you to see that you, you can move beyond that. You know, those things don't necessarily need to be part of your life anymore. And it's more of a natural transition away from them rather than struggling to, you know, remove them from your life.
0: Well, you can kind of understand what the root of the problem is, you know, because everybody, you know, might have different things, you know. For, for example, um, with weight, you know, it's it's not to say, you know, if we love all sizes and all different body types, but I know when I have gained weight very rapidly. And kind of out of nowhere, it was often due to a really negative environment or, like, a negative, like, thing. But then once you start being more mindful and once you, you know, once I was getting back into the meditation and, like, again, like, what I was saying earlier is that I was being more conscious of my food choices. I think it just looks like a domino effect in a sense. And so it, but then it helps you understand within that meditation, like, okay, why? Why am I putting on all this weight? Is it have to do with like the food that I'm eating? Cause for me it wasn't necessarily, some of it was the food, but most of the time I don't think I, <clears throat> I eat much healthier now, but I wasn't eating like complete trash at that time either. And so it was really confusing cause I was running and I was like drinking water and I was doing this and it was emotional baggage. That's what it ended up being. Like emotional baggage had transformed and transmuted into physical weight. And so then once I was able to start learning how to deal with like those emotional, you know, deep emotional things that I was going through at the time, my weight all of a sudden like started to fall off a little bit easier and a little bit better. Um, and so oftentimes it can really help you understand what the root or what the, the core, again, like we've talked about reaching in that inner core. So that inner core, I think, you know, before you get to the inner core, there's layers. And I think within those layers, if you go deep enough, you can, again, it's like looking at the root in, like of a tree. If you were to dig and dig and dig the dirt up enough, you might go far and you might go pretty deep but eventually you'll get to the root source and it may not be what you thought it would look like it may not be where you thought it would be it may have nothing may have nothing to fucking do with weight or you know anything like that it may have something to do with something that happened when you were 5 years old or when you were 10 years old or you know like something that happened to you like 2 weeks ago that's really dramatically affecting you i mean like it could be so many different things and I think that's why it helps with the physical so well, much. Again,
1: like, I think that when you look at all the, the positive effects of meditation, I think it honestly, it boils down to, to this. So I think we, when, when, when you go into a meditative state, we have this, um, it's, a, it's a place within that that peaceful mindfulness right beyond our conscious our constant stream of thoughts beyond our you know familiar connection to the world that we exist in and it's a space that we are the only thing that exists right Mm -hmm. and that in and of itself is a reminder that yes we are the only thing that exists to be in a meditative state, I think, is the closest we can come to actually knowing what it's like to be only one thing, mm-hmm. to block out everything else, right? Yeah. And I think when you do that, you're more in tune from an energetic, mm-hmm. physical, and spiritual level Yeah. that everything else <clears throat> in your life lines up in harmony. Yeah. So... You have harmony within your physical body. Your mind starts to say, it starts to crave the good things for your body. It starts to attract the yeah, good people really in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, again, it all boils down to the, the, the um, I think, combination of both a physical and spiritual symphony that f- pushes you into a natural flow that is in line with I, I think exactly what you are you are designed to to be doing here, mm-hmm. right? Because everybody has a purpose in, in being in this life, and we again, gosh, we could go on so many different like tangents on fun topics that are just going to be other sh- episodes of higher consciousness in the future, oh, and that'll for sure. that most will definitely be... be one of them. Um, but you know, I think you know coming back to you know where we began. Um, I think that all in all, meditation has very vast numbers of positives with little to no negatives. You know what I mean? Yeah, like,
0: like I don't think I've ever heard of.
1: I can't think any of a single thing, thing that would be for negative.
0: Meditation. Yeah, yeah, for
1: meditation, other than like your legs might get cramped up. Yeah, like, oh, my God, my Or legs. your back
0: hurts and things like that. Again, like, right, right, it's, right. A, it's not just, like, a mental practice. It is, like, a physical practice, too, because there is a... Or maybe, like, you, you a,
1: meditate during your lunch break and you forget to go back to work or something.
0: Yeah. Well, here's another thing about meditation that I don't think we've touched about is, you know, there are proper... There is a meditation etiquette, I oh, think. Oh, what um,
1: happened to this joint, dude? I was just, like, smoking this just fine. Oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> you rolled it.
1: <laughs> Dude, I don't know what the fuck happened to I don't that. know
0: what happened to it either. We're going to kill
1: that. That's dead.
0: Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, that's well, like the, the
1: I can't pull anything lead. through, babe. It's, it's like literally three or four hits. All right.
0: Okay, so, so proper... this is the
1: point in the show where Dave has to go get reinforcements. <laughs>
0: there we go. So Bye. So pardon
1: the loud interruption here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, what I was saying is... is You know how we were saying earlier in the last episode that you can pretty much meditate anywhere, right? And that is true. So very true, everything that we said. But the other part that we didn't add to that is there are certain ways to have your body in terms of like what position you're sitting or standing or laying down that are really going to help improve and really help the meditation, the energy flow through naturally and efficiently (laughs) and there's many different ways that you can do it again like you know being comfortable is good but there is definitely much more power in you know sitting in the traditional like I don't really know like the cross leg um but I grew up like learning it was like Indian style or whatever so I don't think that's really Necessarily the right term, but you know, sitting in cross legs in like that traditional Yoda, um, Yoda. <laughs> Yoda.
1: Yoda, Yoda.
0: <laughs> I don't think we ever saw Yoda meditate. <laughs> um, Dude, was um, I meant a to say Buddha.
1: Of meditation. I what mean, he was
0: about? in a constant state. That's why you can never understand him because he was just set on like a, such a different level. But anyway, Buddha, like you know, so how you would traditionally see like Buddha posing, so. You want to keep your spine in a very straight. Um... I'm so
1: disruptive to this whole process right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: you really. Sorry, are. I just
1: like it's left so and got up twice because I like realized that I didn't have anything to clean this bowl out with. What
0: are you doing, Dave?
1: Hey, this is part of the show. Not... This is an experience, <laughs> not only of um, thought provoking nature, but it is also an experience of the life of a marijuana smoker. I think. <laughs> You know, honestly, because there are so many many of us out there and like all these, for all these years, all these, you know, alcoholics have had the opportunity to congregate in bars and we don't have that opportunity, right? We have to stay indoors in our own little family circles and we've done been doing it for decades. Well, I haven't been doing it for decades. I don't even know how long I've been doing it for, but... The, the point still stands that we so have this, over here. and everybody has this. And you know, as, as a stoner, you know that there are millions of people, probably billions of people at this point, around the world who are doing the exact same thing that you're doing every day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, it's an experience. We should all share in it.
0: Yeah, we should. Hey, anyone that gets the chance to go to the Cannabis Cafe in California, definitely do it. It's oh. so... Worth it and non sponsored by the way, yeah. Totally not, not sponsored, but bring money, and <laughs> bring
1: money because yeah. it's expensive, it's,
0: it's, but it's. <sighs> If you can make it affordable. You could definitely make it well, affordable. Well, yeah, but who wants to make um, that
1: shit affordable?
0: No, it's like a place where you want to indulge. We'll drop $1, you $1, should indulge. No, they, bring, they bring a joint on a tray. Like, what? With it? your
1: choice of light, too. Yes. And if you, you don't get, like lighters, you can get a matchstick.
0: Yeah, and they, you those, can get those, it in, get like, out. all kinds of different varieties and all kinds of different forms. And, like, there's, like, pages on pages of choices. They'll bring a little
1: campfire on a plate.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> god it's like amazing anyway um so getting back into the proper thing so what I was saying is that you need to have your spine in an upright uh position where it's nice and straight to the best of your abilities and your back your lower back might get tired and I think that's often the reflection of um (laughs) um of you know maybe your your root chakra might need some attention um or it's just you're not getting enough exercise and you know again like it takes it it does hurt after some time sitting in this position
1: especially if you're not used to it it.
0: yeah i mean patience and you can't
1: well exactly you cannot expect yourself from a physical level to just be at some master level without actual physical work you know if you even if you do the intuitive mindfulness work I think on a physical level you still have to express that as well if you're going to be you know engaging in both the physical because meditation is a physical act even though you're just sitting still Mm -hmm. I think in and of itself that takes a lot of attention and that takes a lot of effort. Yeah. Even even though it may be that oh it doesn't take a lot of effort, it doesn't take a lot of effort me. <laughs> oh, I'll sit there and just keep just my eyes shut, I don't think about nothing. Yep. Be easy. Yep. Ron Swanson. <laughs> you ever see the episode? The episode of Parks and rec where they go to meditate and Ron's just standing there, he's like a master meditator. He's like, I didn't have a thought run through my brain at all. I was just standing there. <laughs> yeah, I remember like that. Hour. That's right. Yeah.
0: And then uh,
1: what's his what's, what's his um, name? Rob Lowe's character. Uh, yeah, oh, Rob Lowe.
0: Uh, I think it was Chris. Right? Yeah,
1: Chris Trager. Chris was like. Chris
0: Traeger. He goes, I've been trying to do that for many years, and like that tells Ron. you too, and like that. I think Teach that me. was like a classic. Teach me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, not trying
1: to do an impression. I don't
0: know. <laughs> Well, I think that's, like, a classic way of, like, you know, how it takes time and it takes practice. Because Chris in that show was somebody who was always, you know, doing oh, yeah. something of that nature. Top of his game, man. Yeah, like, For where sure. Ron, like, that was, like, his first time, but he had been doing it, like, his entire life. Cause he was like I think very comfortable with himself, and I think that was like the difference. But anyway, yeah,
1: they well they said um, something very I think uh, insightful about the Ron Swanson character with that. You know where like if you really pay attention to Ron, like he spends a lot of time alone. He spends a lot of time out in the woods in contemplation. You know, like yeah, alone and stuff.
0: Like that's pretty.
1: If right you can on, do that and sane,
0: you're still sane, then at least somewhat sane. That's I think pretty interesting. Yeah. And holy shit, you just like shoveled so much keef in that bowl. Oh yeah.
1: By the <laughs> way, the other thing we didn't mention is that, that joint. I uh, I put a bit of keef inside of the joint.
0: Oh, I'm sure you and did. And then always one, this one, you are this one in a little bit, a little um, bit of keef in there. But this has like a, a little bit's this a has lot like of a it.
1: buttercream, <laughs> a buttercream thick. <laughs> Topping of keep on top of this delicious weed flower cake.
0: <laughs> weed flower cake. Yeah,
1: it's dessert.
0: Wow. Haven't you heard? Now I this want. This is the hottest dessert. dessert. Okay, it's the hottest I want to get Sleep back into what I was talking about before I get uh, like lose track. Okay, so anyway, physical thing. Another way you can do it. So sitting down again can get uncomfortable for some time. So you can also doing it. Or doing it,
1: yeah, get also doing it.
0: <laughs> you can do it. You could totally meditate while you have sex. By the way, that is a thing. But anyway, done it. Um, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Like, that's kind of like tantra, but that's not like the the whole form of tantra. No. we'll get into that later on. But yeah. you Ooh. can definitely lay down. Um, while you're meditating, it's just the one thing you have to be mindful of is that you don't get too relaxed and don't to get too asleep. comfortable and fall asleep. Yeah. And I've had that happen many, many, many times. And here's the thing. If your body wants to fall asleep, then I think, you know, let yourself try to fall asleep because most of the time, like your body just may need it. If your body falls asleep that easily just because you get into a meditative state, it's probably because your body actually needs the rest. So meditation can even lead to other physical benefits that have, even though you're not meditating necessarily when you're sleeping, um, in a sense. You can also um, stand up too. You know, if you want to do like a micro meditation, you could do it standing up. So if like if you're waiting in line for something um, or if you're just walking, you can do it while you're actively walking as well, while you're just keeping your spine and your back straight. So, you know, but it's really important. You can meditate
1: with your eyes open. You can meditate as, as, you know, being an active person, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: Um, running a lot of people meditate when they're running it's an active form of meditation well, it's
1: different levels of mindfulness you know right. like because um, <clears throat> when you close your eyes and everything you're shutting yourself <laughs> off from uh external environment stimulate stimulation and it, it allows you to go deeper yeah. right um to access different realms of different yeah. areas so
0: but wait i wanted to finish but wait, wait but wait, wait, there's, but wait there's more um so why it's so important to have a straight final cord. it's because it allows the breath to flow easier throughout the body um it also allows the energy to flow a little bit (laughs) it allows the energy to flow a little bit more fluidly um throughout the body as well so that is just an important thing so definitely try micro meditation like you can go on youtube and type in like five minute meditations you can type it for specific like things and whatnot too and we'll jump into more of that here in a minute, unless you had some more to say. Well,
1: <laughs> I wanted to talk about, um, cause we haven't really touched, we touched a little bit on it last uh, episode about, um, the positive effects of meditation in regards to, um, control, well, not controlling, but <laughs> just, I think, uh, traversing your emotions, right? Uh, I I just hate saying controlling your emotions because I just don't feel like that's an accurate like well, way of saying it. You're not controlling it, you
0: know? it. I think you're um, you're learning.
1: You're traversing it. You know, like yeah. you're you're living it. You're experiencing it. You're transmuting it, and and you're dealing with it. You know what I mean. Um, no one ever can you know feel a sense of great loss or great anger or great frustration or, or whatever it may be without actually having a physical and emotional reaction to it. Um, Yes, there are people that are psychopaths and have no connection to their emotions. And there's probably lots of different people on the spectrum between psychopath and not psychopathic at all. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think at the same time, um, I think we have this ability to... God, I totally forgot where I was fucking going with that. (laughs) I just had to admit it because I was like, man, I don't know where I'm going. with this. Yeah, Sometimes I do that I where I'm just like, like, I think I can, I think I can, I can go, I think I can go with this. But I, I, totally, it was that second hit on this on this ball. I was like, it oh was my all God. that keep you so shoveled
0: in there, baby. In
1: um, no, I can totally do this. All right, so where was it? Let's let's track back. <laughs> let's go. We can we can go back. We can detect it. We can MacGyver this. We can totally do this. Okay. We should get some music so whenever MacGyvering a thought, we can like, <laughs> play some music like. <laughs> no okay so, so intense no i was talking about controlling your emotions mm-hmm. right so how we
0: don't feel like that's the best word right because that's not what you're doing we're traversing it
1: exactly so i think when it comes to meditation and emotion um you know schools have particularly i, th- I think come up with interesting ways of applying meditation um for their students mm-hmm. especially with students that are destructive or that have behavioral issues um, social issues um, or you know students that may unfortunately um, not have a, a very supportive loving home to go home to right mm-hmm. or environment to go home to well, I
0: should say I think most students most of the time I, again like I could be wrong and I may not know but I would I could assume that most most of the time if students are acting up it's because there's some sort of you know maybe trauma that they're acting from. But I don't know if it's always trauma from this lifetime. It could just be like hey,
1: they just being thought.
0: misunderstood. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. Well, it, a
1: lot of us come into this world with a particular sort of personality. I mean... Well, it's, like, uh,
0: up until we are turn about five, yeah. Like there's definitely times where I think many of our parents could tell us times where we said or did something that made absolutely no sense and you didn't learn that. Like, cause they didn't teach you that and you weren't around anybody else. So like, where the fuck did that come from? Um, so I would assume that like, you know, maybe that, that there's that part of it. And, you know, there's so many different layers and there's just so many different things and potentials and it doesn't matter whatever it is that it helps. And it's a a good tool that it can be utilized for.
1: So the the schools use it for, you know, that purpose. They also use it in like detention, Mm -hmm. right? Um, and I, and I think that it allow especially when you're younger, you know, if you can practice it and, and apply it to your life in a, in a meaningful way, um, you know, I think that it can really help to transform someone who has some major, you know, issues.
0: Because well, it allows you to reflect because mm-hmm. especially with kids, you know, they get mm-hmm. to like... When they're acting up, like, they know that they were bad. And sometimes they do things that they know are bad. And sometimes it's just kids just being kids because they just want to push buttons and just see what happens. Right. And then, they got in trouble. A lot
1: of them, (laughs) I feel like, they do it for attention. And meditation turns their attention inward on themselves. Yes. And that is the key.
0: Yes, it teaches them to, like okay, take that attention and maybe churn it and right. transmute it It's a into trans,
1: trans, transmutation. Yes. Of, you, of their need direction. for attention. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that that applies to everyone beyond, you know, youth. As adults, I think we are confronted almost daily with reasons to flip our fucking shit
0: Oh, for sure. And
1: I, I can probably count a dozen of those circumstances that I happened to me just this very day. <laughs> so, um, from the garbage disposal to the ATM being out of order. God damn it.
0: I know, baby. I shouldn't say I the know.
1: Lord's name in vain. I know. Blasphemy. It was
0: the day. But my, my we goal, got through though. it. We're here.
1: But what I'm, what I'm getting at is as an adult, we can use meditation in those moments of frustration anxiety, grief, pain, whatever it may be, that is taking us out of the the natural flow of our our joy, love, and excitement. That, I think, is what will allow us to meet those moments and transmute them in a way that's positive and supportive of who we are. Mm -hmm. It may be difficult, it may be you know, something that we didn't want for ourselves or we didn't think we we needed, um, but maybe we do. And we don't have control over that sometimes. So I think meditation, again, allows us to have more of a a connection to the notion that that's okay. Mm -hmm. Right? It's okay.
0: It gets you close to, I think, again, the void, the unknown, you tap into it and then you kind of remember that certain things aren't that big of a deal because that in the in the big spectrum that's not what life is about and so it's a sense of okay that is okay i made a mistake i am going to learn from this and move forward and move on yeah and do better and so that's the really beautiful thing and
1: Well, and being connected to your breath, too, you know, and and that's one thing a lot of people say, you know, when you're in a moment of, say, like, anger, you know, or great frustration, Um, you know, they always tell you, like, breathe, you know, count to 10, breathe. You know?
0: Well yeah, because when you're not when you're in panic and when you're stressed, your blood pressure goes up, your yep. heart rate goes up, like yep. you 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 can't you, think. You, you don't breathe as much either. Yeah. Like you literally go into state the of thought, So breathing that, doesn't go in yeah. But
1: the thoughts that come into your brain in those moments again, getting back to the the onion of our brain that we discussed in episode uh, the first episode of, of meditation is we, we have a harder time getting, you know, being connected to that inner core because the animal brain is taking over. You know, when we get into great states of fear and, and anxiety, you know, the animal brain starts to take over a bit. And I think if we can get back inside of ourselves, take a breath and, and reconnect to our inner core, mm-hmm. you know, Transmute that that feeling of I need to do something damaging here to release my my anger, right? Mm-hmm. That's where I think we feed the cycle. yeah, right? For example, someone gets into your face, they punch you in the face, you know you you punch them back, you guys get into a huge fight, you know that in and of itself is a cycle of violence. Mm-hmm. Now I understand. There's just a lot of people out there who'd be like, well, hey, someone comes up in my face and they punch me in the face and I'm gonna punch them back. I'm gonna fight back. I understand that inclination, right? Um, however, I feel like uh, there's other ways of of approaching that. There's other ways you can you can do that. Now, if it's a life threatening situation, I understand.
0: I think you know, it just it depends. But on again,
1: the... there's nuance in life. Life is full of nuance. You know, yeah. there there are there's. There's no definitive right or wrong answer in any given situation, mm-hmm. I think, because it's two. there are too many infinite, insurmountable, you know, variables to be able to come up with that truthful, you know, perfect situation or mm-hmm. scenario or answer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, getting back to what I was saying, though, I think that a lot of times when you're confronted with the opportunity to, you know, lash out, I think... If we can transmute that into a moment of, of self-reflection and, and calm and breath and a reconnection to the inner core of who we are, that's where I think we break cycles. Well, you know, yeah, we break cycles it's... of violence, we break cycles of karma, we break all these cycles that are holding us back.
0: Well, well, here's, well, here's the other thing about violence and whatnot. So, violence can be a reflection of trauma. Yeah. Unresolved trauma. And it could be and it can be something that, you know, is for happening for many years. Sometimes
1: or, it needs to happen.
0: Yeah, but and that's what I said I like sometimes it needs to happen. Like yeah. and that's why I said like it depends and like but no, I I agree. I think there's a way, but in certain, and I think it's the difference between lashing out and defending yourself. Mm-hmm. Like if you're being attacked, right? Then um and you have no choice but to fight back, then you fucking fight back. And you fight hard. But if you're getting attacked and, like, this person is, like, a drunk asshole who is, like, really not a threat to you or whatever, you know, then you don't need to... They're just not
1: connected to...
0: Yeah, like, if they're just not even... Like, you don't need to necessarily, like fight back because like they're not even coherent like i guess like that's just my personal opinion of that i I guess it just depends on how violent it gets it depends on how hostile it is and depends on the environment like there's so many different factors that go into it but yes what i I always loved agree
1: what i always loved about this type of discussion you know like do i punch or do i not punch back right Mm -hmm. Uh, because i'll be honest as a as a kid i was always taught you don't punch back. My parents were very nonviolent. They, you know, were not at all about guns. You mm-hmm. know, like, I was not surrounded by that at all as a child. So, and I'll be honest with you, I hardly ever had that opportunity, you know, not opportunity, I should say, but, like, it's never come up in my life. Like, I've never been into a situation where I've had to fight anyone, right?
0: Yeah, uh, I have, unfortunately. I
1: understand. So, <laughs> but here's the thing is, I, I feel as though... We, uh, at least I, can't come up with a better metaphor or a a way of looking at this situation than the way that, like, I was introduced to, like, karate, you know, or, like, the, the traditional, like, you know, karate fighting style where, or the idea of a martial art where it's, yes, it's about, you know, disarming your opponent, but it's not about killing the other guy and it's only done out of desperation it's only done as a last resort they're they're more more or less trained and prepared for a fight but they're not going looking for a fight and i think that that's like the the thing that i you know i would say i gravitate more towards mainly because that's kind of what i loved as a kid you know what i mean and i think that that works the best for me when i when i think about you know like personal altercations god we, we've been talking about fighting for like the last like 10 minutes
0: well i again like because we have been talking about the benefits that meditation and you know right. figuring out what the root problem is and why it can cause fighting well and, and sometimes i think these it can come yeah well i
1: think sometimes these conversations are gonna you know kind of turn into some of these you know more existential conversations about certain you know things like this you know like yeah. to fight or not to fight back
0: well, you know yeah, I mean? well, again, like, that's something you should meditate on, you right. know? And I think, again, it's everybody's answers are going to be different. I and think it kind of it, feels like that yeah. when you're meditating,
1: like you're fighting your thoughts back. Yeah, you know?
0: in, in, a, in a way you are. And that's the thing is, again, right. you, your thoughts are natural, so they, they are allowed to come in. And, and there it is. We were there doing it is. so good. Last time you. it was 23 minutes, this you. time was 41 minutes. Wow, Lily... And it's always Lily.
1: (laughs) Oh, she's going to make it worse now. Oh, my gosh. She's going to go and hide, and then she's going to scratch.
0: Well, no, like, okay, so the room that we're in, I have an altar in this room, and there's a part at the altar where it's like a two-tiered altar almost, and she she likes to go on the bottom, and she, like, sometimes likes to just sit and... I feel like she like wants to be a part of my altar. Like I kid you not. And she'll just sit there like right in the center and just look at me and stare at me. Like, am I pretty mom? Like, do you see me mom? Like.
1: Where did that go from?
0: <laughs> because like, of that. That's like what she does well, she when just, she goes behind the I altar. I she
1: just like walked up to it and like walked away from it. And well, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. That time she did. But there's times where I'm sitting in here and she will just like just sit behind the altar and just stare at me hmm. like she wants to be a part of it. But anyways, anyways. so has going past Thank you, that, cat interruption. Thank you. Yes. <laughs>
1: Cat interruption number six.
0: So, we've talked about a lot of the positives and the benefits of what meditation is. Yeah, we, can gotta, do. we gotta keep
1: going because we got plenty more to talk about. We only yeah. got like 15 minutes. So. Hey,
0: this might be. No, um,
1: no, no. Don't even say it. <laughs> don't even say it. We are sticking to the one, two system. We're not going to three because that's that's chaos. If we go to three, then we, there's no rules.
0: That's chaos. What?
1: This is chaos.
0: Oh, my this God. It's a kangaroo
1: court. What? We call it a kangaroo court. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. We're going to talk about collective wow. meditation, what? and then we're going to do some sharing. This is what we're yeah. going to do. Yeah, because we got to stay on freaking track.
0: And you're yelling at me. You're not...
1: We're going to hey, stay on track.
0: Both... Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going fine. Here's the thing about... Mary. Wow, we are
1: off, like, badly.
0: This is... We're fine. Listen. Like, <laughs> listen. Listen. Listen and now listen. <laughs> the collective about... meditation. The thing about Mary Jane that, yes, the collective meditation, yes, meditation. (laughs) Here's the thing about Mary Jane. It does take you on a ride. And I think sometimes you have to just go along with it versus trying to fight it. So anyway, collective meditation. There can be a lot of beautiful things that can happen when we can come together and collectively at the same time meditate towards you know, a situation, um, meditate all together, just personally, um, meditate because they are trying to heal something (laughs) or send energy to something. So there's a sense of like that extra mystical, magical element of, of meditation. And it's quite beautiful. And I've had, you know, plenty of experiences with it to see the power of it like I don't think you need much experience to to see the power of it once you especially especially when you're in a collective and when everybody is really paying attention and when everybody's really tuned in um that's when you really really see the magic and the the unfolding like it it almost kind of like makes you not believe it it almost kind of makes you like not understand like how did this happen like There's been times where we, I have gathered um, with friends and we would meditate towards like healing, you know, something that was happening in the world. And then, you know, we would find out that there was some good news that would happen shortly after and, you know, some people would say, well, that's just coincidence. And, you know, I think there's no such thing as coincidences. I think there's synchronicities. And is it not, is it to say that we, you know, caused all that? No, I think we maybe supported it. And I think that's the difference too. So I think there, I think there's power. If there's enough power, it can definitely make something happen but i think the larger the feet, the more power it needs so the larger like can you imagine if we all meditated every single day at the same time um for the same thing like we we would change the world like very quickly like it's
1: already scientifically been done yeah like there's been like countless experiments in collective meditation where large groups of experienced meditators have come together, either together in a room or, you know, separately at the same time, as Liz was just describing, and as and they've all focused on a particular goal. Um, primarily, they focus on, you know, things like, you know, reducing the crime rate, um, you know, increasing, you know, uh, uh, jobs, mm-hmm. you know, within a particular area, you know, reducing unemployment, you know, um, reducing hunger, yeah. you know, for a particular area or country. I mean you know, and it happens. Like yeah. there is like quantifiable evidence to be like, holy shit. Like Ooh. this this actually happens.
0: I we I bleh, I we um I just Jesus. had to like follow through Break that. Down. I just bam, had to bam, let bam, that bam. Bam. glitch out. Okay. Um so I knew somebody that, you know, caught COVID and I'll be honest, it didn't look very good. It didn't look like they were going to make it. And so this person was um, very in touch with their community and had asked, you know, with this in, within our community, like, hey, can you send Reiki? Can you send love? Can you send energy? You know, can you meditate, you know, towards this? And they were updating us. They were sharing all the things. And like I said, like, It just didn't look good, Um, but you know, there was still enough hope, and I think because there was enough shared hope and enough shared desire and enough shared intention and enough shared, like, again, like, those meditative measures were taken, he's coming back home, I think, next week or this week, if I remember, like, the last thing, and, like, that's amazing. Like, that is absolutely amazing. And I mean, like, that's just like one thing, <laughs> you know? Like that's right.
1: one example. One one, that's just example. one
0: personal example. Right.
1: So again, the positives of meditation are undeniable. You know, the and, and actually I dare anyone to give me a negative other than a leg cramp or a back, you know, pain from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, I think we can all benefit from meditation. And frankly, if we all did it more often, and if we truly, you know, took it seriously, rather than, uh, as some people do, as more of a passe type thing, where they just sort of, you know, take a few breaths here and there, and maybe, you know, do a, like a micro of a micro of a micro meditation, right? Uh, but actually, truly sat down with yourself. And in true silence, and and try to meditate for as long as you possibly can before you cannot stand it any longer. Because I know in the beginning, you get to a point where you can't stand it any longer, and you just oh, need yeah. to move, and you need to get up, back up. Oh you yeah, because
0: it's uncomfortable. But Your when body's you finally when you it.
1: finally get into it, man, you don't want to leave, and you actually have the ability to leave whenever you want. Yeah. Which is amazing. But anyway, so we only have ten minutes left, so we need to talk about our two final stories. And then we can finish off the show. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
0: I can go first because we've already made everybody wait for your story. Might as well let it keep going. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> so right ahead. <clears throat> as I said before, you know, I've had some meditations that I believe have turned into more of shamanic journeys because and I still remember them very clear. And I remember the reason why I felt like it was a shamanic journey is because it felt like I had been gone and detached from my body for a very, very, very long time. And I think it was only for like 30 minutes that we were in this meditation. But it had felt like I was in there for much longer than that. Um. More
1: cats interruptions. <laughs>
0: Um, and I, you know, I don't know how, how I exactly I did it. I don't know how exactly it became a shamanic journey. I think maybe, you know, I was very in tune that day or I, maybe I was meant to see it or something or I don't know. There's so many different reasons. I'm, I don't, I'm not, I just accept it for what it is. But within this journey, you know, I went through a lot of different places and what was really interesting and without, like, sharing all the details because it would take, like, over the whole rest of the show. (laughs) But, um, the one thing it would be, the constant theme was, it was me and at the time I was very very much in love with like ombre colors of my hair, but only the ends cause I was working in jobs where I couldn't have colored hair. So I would like still have colored hair, but only color at the ends and then throw my hair up in a bun. So then nobody would see like the color in my hair. So I would like kind of like slide by it. Um But anyway, so, but in this time, so I was really like obsessed with that and um really like like the you know matching it with my clothes and things like that at the time. And so what was happening I know just like going back, <laughs> back, going to, back to the cute clothes. Oh things. my god It's I was relevant. Like, Please don't say it's clothes. Relevant. You're gonna say clothes. I'm <laughs> gonna say clothes. It's so relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, keep going. Because I think clothes have energy. Um, again, it's a reflection of yourself as well as colors have energy. And so what would happen in this meditation slash journey, it would be me, but it wouldn't be me. It was almost like I was watching myself. I was like observing myself as like I was, wasn't necessarily a part of the scene as I was, you know, like watching myself in a tv show and what would happen is is the scenes which have different color themes so for example it would have like um it started off with like my hair being like this yellow orange and I was in the field of sunflowers and I was just running along and I was a little younger and I was free so it was maybe more of that innocent you know part of me or like you know me connecting to my solar plexus or sacral chakra you know there's you know so many different things but it just it felt so real and then like all of a sudden it transformed into this other uh, thing where I was in like this dark room, and now the ends of my hair were like this royal blue, and my outfit kind of matched to that. It was almost kind of like I was becoming like these fairy kind of like figures, but or these very whimsical figures, but it was me. It was very quite literally me, so, which was just so fascinating. And then it then became a point where there was like a big crystal ball in the middle of the room, and then, like there was like, I think some like apothecary tools and like a mortar and pestle and herbs and then things like just started flying up. I remember like this red velvet like uh, tarot like tablecloth and like things were flying in the room and I was flying around the room and it was like really cool and really trippy but it was also really scary because I felt like there was no sense of control and so there was like a very like intuitive part and then It went into like a purple, you know, phase, and it did that, and it went to like a green phase, and then I met the fae um, and the fairies for the first time. Um, Yeah, so. (laughs) God
1: damn. (laughs) I know. Now I feel bad because that was a hell of a story. And like mine is not anywhere near like that interesting. Like, holy shit.
0: Yeah, I don't think I can't I can't believe I've ever told you about that. Yeah, that was was actually what? One of the most profound. I thought thought you were just gonna be like
1: I I remember I was like walking through a forest with with a dude, and he said he was a shaman. (laughs) And that was it. (laughs) I was like Wait, you're, you're doing all this and this and this? And, like, what? you little fucking zombies are going to come next? Like, what the hell is happening?
0: Well, what was interesting, because they were all, like, very flashing and, like, flashing back, kind of, or, like, very, like, um, scenes. Like, scenes from a movie is the best way that I can describe right. it. And at the end, I did meet, again, I met the Fae, and I think that was the journey to the fae, the journey to that realm or something. Fairy, like or, fairies,
1: right? Yes. For, like, people who are yes. not familiar yes. with
0: I'm the Yes, I'm um, sorry. Yes, fairies. Um, real fairies. Not like what we say fairies are. Right. So anyway, so yeah, that's why I feel like it's a shamanic journey is because there's a lot of... It was too vivid to... But sometimes I think meditations can have that. So anyway, right. thanks for listening to that story. <laughs> Dave... What's oh your story? Please so share awesome.
1: with us. You're so what? Awesome. No, just, just the way you like try like, to segue shit. Just so fantastic. Like, well, that was my story. Thank that you so nice. much for listening.
0: Thanks so much, guys. Like I know I talk a lot, but it's my name okay. Is Liz. Hey, what are you doing, Diddy? Oh God, damn it!
1: Get after her.
0: Come
1: on. Get after her. What are
0: you doing? I don't trust you.
1: She's just trying to. No, uh, she's just trying to be. Miss Princess, I need attention. Alright, so we only got four minutes left here, folks. Liz has left the room, so we've got time for my story, finally. Alright. What? I'm just saying. So anyway, um, it's not nearly as amazing as meeting fairies and walking through intense psychedelic environments, but um, what happened to me was in a meditation experience where I went through the... What is happening? Why are you laughing so much?
0: Because I'm trying to be oh, quiet. T- trying to hold and her and be quiet. Also trying impossible. to hold... Yeah. be. Yeah, right. Anyway, listen, go ahead. Go, go.
1: So, <laughs> I was working with heart space meditation. And the at, at, within this meditation, I was also sort of, you know, opening myself up to, you know, guides and other spirits that would you know, maybe help me, you know, throughout this, you know, thing. Because that's one thing that you do sometimes when you get within a meditative state is you try to reach out to any kind of supportive, energetic, you know, beings that might be there um, to help you, you know, Again, guide That's you.
0: why I have to not look like a slum, anyway.
1: Right. <laughs> so, anyway, I was doing this and for whatever reason, I just... I, I became overcome with this really negative, like overbearing feeling. And it felt really, um, it felt really scary and it felt really, um, I'll say it demonic. And I, and I sort of like shoved myself out of the meditation and I say shoved because I felt like I was almost stuck in it for a second and it was a bit scary. Um, but anyway, I, um, I shoved myself out, and I came, you know, back into the, the real world. And I remember looking down at my toe, and this is this is bizarre as all hell. Um, but I felt almost like someone was inside my body, and someone was, like, playing with my big toe. And it was moving. It was quite, like, literally, like, twitching. And not like a muscle spasm, but quite literally, like, moving up and down. Like, just this, like and i was like oh my god what just happened like what did i just do and i felt like i just let something into my body and it's playing around almost like a snake is like slithering around you know and i was like you're
0: gonna scare this is
1: not this is not (laughs) i know but here's the thing here's what happened so in that moment for whatever reason i had this overwhelming feeling of "Uh -uh, (laughs) uh-uh motherfucker I, this is my body and you're getting the hell out. And I remember just like Superman type status, fucking crossing my legs, going into that meditation pose, straightening my back and pushing myself into just an intense meditative state. And I remember I just focused on pushing out all negative beings, all, Uh you know... You know... This is just ruining my story, Lily. Why are you ruining my story?
0: Let's go. Get
1: out of here. Let's
0: go. Come
1: on. Cat's just ruining my stories. All right. So, the climax of the story. I got into such a fantastic meditative state that I decided that I could actually do what I've been practicing doing, which is push my consciousness, my my awareness of where I am in my head, down into my chest, into my heart. And I was able to do it successfully in this one meditation. And I was able to hold it for quite a while. And it was, y'all, it was one of the most amazing Experiences, I can't even describe it. Um, I literally felt like um, I know this might sound like very, um, I don't know, there's a lot of words you could say to describe it, but um, a lot of just very, like, maybe um, mama's boyish, but like the feeling of a mother's love, almost like I was a baby again being held or, like, you know, cocooned within your, your you know, mother's arms, right? So, like, that pure, just unadulterated love, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. um, that you have for a human being, and the back and forth. I, I mean, a man... Well, I yes, I love you too, honey. <laughs> the, the back and forth that a mother's love and, a, and the love that a, a child has for its mother is an amazing amazing feeling and i think that when i went into that heart space for a moment that's what i felt and remember the heart space is where all of creation envelops from or develops from or envelops i don't know i'm high as shit and the show is ending so (laughs) i hope you guys enjoyed the second part of meditation i know that this is a wild show and we have many hiccups there at the end um, they're not hiccups. They're cat ups. They're cat ups. They're cat ups. They're they they um, so, again, I hope that you guys enjoyed the sixth episode of higher Consciousness um, and that you stick around for the next one. Next one's going to be a new topic.
0: Don't know what it is yet.
1: New topic. Yeah. It's going to be exciting, y'all.
0: Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Listen to more Higher Consciousness every Thursday on Spotify at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.